0: Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, you'll have ad-free episodes, and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love, linked in the show notes.
1: I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. Everybody remembers the parties that, that Jay Gatsby threw at his home, right? right? The massive, elaborate parties that the right. whole town of, of West Egg you know, showed up to. But except for a single invitation to Nick Carraway, the narrator, everybody showed up to these parties through word of mouth. So Gatsby draws a crowd through word of mouth. And that's what we do as well.
0: Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast. I'm coming to you from Iceland under this like crazy tent of... Blankets in order to get better audio quality for you guys, and I am on the line with Gatsby So excited to present to you this new LA startup spotlight. Hi Brett Hey Esprit Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us all about what you do in Gatsby
1: Definitely, so my name is Brett Bernstein. We are based here in Santa Monica Just started working out of a WeWork space super stoked about it Uh, Gatsby is a technology for any e-commerce brand allows them to build a smarter e-commerce promotion that's very uh, social, automated, and data-rich.
0: What does that really mean? Like, for someone that maybe doesn't know what e-commerce is, or, uh, like, the whole thing, like, if you were telling your grandma...
1: So, my grandma, let's say my grandma buys, uh, let's say, hairdo products online, right? Right. Um, She might go to a website right now that offers a promotion code off the bat, just front page, it says winter 40. That's the promo code. You get 40% off. Um, Gap.com, for example, is very commonly uh, doing this. And I came across that about a year ago and I thought, this seems a little inefficient and wasteful. Uh, my background is in tech. I, uh, I noticed you happen to know uh, one of the co-founders of Box. B-O-X. Oh I used gosh. to work at Box for a few years. Um, oh so gosh, when I see, you know, when I he see something like that. my first business
0: partner, Sam goes. Yeah, you know oh. Sam.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm good yeah, friends with Sam. You-
0: he was my first business partner um, with my sports company. And, oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Sam's Just doing follow. awesome
1: things. I mean, all <laughs> of Box and the education I got Aaron's from Box. Aaron's
0: amazing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And and you guys, that was a company founded out of a USC dorm room. So, yeah. really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, and I um, Let's all... tell them what Box is real quick.
1: Sure. What's so Box? So, Box is about 10 years old now, a little over 10 years. And they are uh, Simple Secure Sharing was the uh, old, old uh um, slogan it's it's a data storage company with a collaboration focus uh, they rival with, with Dropbox and Google Drive uh, really enterprise security focused data storage um, product
0: yeah. I think I that think the, 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 it goes like they think that I'm at fault for Sam not completing USC. I don't know if he ever did, but it's my fault.
1: Well, he's doing okay now. He's um, pretty happy with his decisions. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yes, go ahead. You were at Box for a while. Um, that started in L.A., but is now a Bay Area company. Um, That's right. And, and then you created your own company. And when was this? When was um, Gatsby launched?
1: Sure. So I left the Bay Area to come down to L.A. um, about a year and a half ago and started Gatsby about a year ago.
0: And are you from the Bay Area?
1: Nope. I'm from San Diego and went to school at Cal Poly, fellow Mustangs I represent. (laughs) And uh, then went up to the Bay Area and quickly got immersed in... uh, Actually, not quickly. To tell you the truth, I spent two years in the Bay Area with my first company I built, uh, doing healthy vending in school districts primarily. And it wasn't until after I sold that company that I was uh, in Silicon Valley. And my analogy always goes, uh, you don't tend to order chicken from a fish restaurant. So living in Silicon Valley, I felt like I should really get immersed in the tech scene. And that's where I came across Box and fell in love with particularly enterprise software in the SaaS model. So mm-hmm. when I chose to leave Box after the IPO, came down to LA and uh, got my feet grounded here for a few months. I worked at Honk, H-O-N-K. Oh, Still one second. And
0: just for those of you who don't know, um, SASS uh, or software, you know what I'm trying to say. is software mm-hmm. as a service. <laughs>
1: yeah. Anytime <laughs> um, you buy software and you pay for it monthly, uh, reoccurring, that's sort of the, the SaaS model. Uh, yeah, definitely.
0: To. Okay, so IPO box, you leave, you work for Honk, which is also another LA startup. What mm-hmm. does Honk do?
1: Honk is uh, on-demand roadside assistance.
0: Cool. And then and then after Honk?
1: Right away after Honk, I uh, started working on my own company it uh it evolved within the first 2 months from the first idea into what we're doing today with Gatsby.
0: And and now you're based in Santa Monica. Um mm-hmm. you came here from the Bay Area. Why LA? Like why did you decide to pick LA out of all these areas to build your company in?
1: Funny you ask actually. When I came down here, I wrote an article on uh, on Medium about why I chose to move from Silicon Valley to to Santa Monica. It's called Reasons to Move from Silicon Valley to, to Santa Monica, I think is what I called it. got picked Love up it. by some some bloggers back about a year ago, so it it circled around and um, the main I guess message from that from that piece was, um, besides wanting to be closer to my family and the ocean, I liked the idea of of being in a smaller community where I had a a larger ability or a better ability to make a an impact. There's a few other notes in there, and I have some a really interesting visual of my hands making a wedge for one of the <laughs> points. But uh, you can read about it on Medium.
0: You could also just take a picture of you right now of the <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> sure. I'm like dying to take a picture for our amazing editor, Matt, of me under these blankets in order to get audio quality.
1: Well, I'll tell you, I'm actually freezing myself right now in LA. It's, it's been pouring rain, so I could use extra blankets myself. No,
0: the blankets are like just because it's like a podcasting hack. You should sit in a car, in a closet, or under blankets. <laughs> interesting if you if you like it, because the room that i'm in has like a concrete floor so it's like to reduce the echo gotcha. <laughs> um okay so how many people are on your team three and who was your first hire are they all co-founders or
1: uh, no, there's me and my co-founder david david's the uh, okay. the tech tech person here he runs he's written all of our lines of code every single one of them was written by david um and we have a couple hundred thousand of them now so it's it's uh, getting pretty complex. And then we have Kenzie, who I know you've spoken with before as well, doing uh, our marketing. <laughs> it's pretty funny. My cousin yesterday uh, reached out to me and she says, who's doing your social media posts? Because I know it's not you. <laughs> and um, <laughs> the first thing Kenzie did when I brought her on a few months ago was delete all my former Instagram posts and start fresh. And, and so where she's did you find
0: it. Kenzie out of curiosity?
1: I found Kenzie at the Bulletproof Coffee Shop about a year ago, which is working. Oh, in Venice. Yep. Yeah.
0: So just randomly you walked in and and she was sitting there. How did you discover that she was a social media queen?
1: Uh, Well, I didn't originally. So I was sitting there at one of the community tables and she had a WeWork sticker on her uh, computer, just started talking to her about tech. And then about seven months later, we had still been in touch and uh, we just decided to test out her working on our marketing and social media. And then we've evolved from there. She's now starting to do even more with us. That's
0: awesome. And you brought up something that I was actually going to ask you soon, which Mm -hmm. is WeWork. You decided to base yourself out of WeWork in Santa Mm -hmm. Monica, which is an incredible resource for anybody interested in L.A. tech. Can you tell us a little bit about WeWork and how being at WeWork has impacted your company?
1: Oh, my God. It's been huge. This is only our second week here. Our first year, um, we were spread out. Well, that's not true. About six months, we had access to Coloft. Um, which is in Santa Monica, I think the most original we working, or co-working space in, in L.A. Yeah. But uh, when they went under, unfortunately, in the summer, we broke off and the team was separated. I actually live uh, in the Valley right now, so it's hard to meet up with the team unless there was a home base. So coming back together at a, co- at a co-working space has been tremendous. You know, David and I sat together for 12 hours on Friday working on a, a new feature. We couldn't do that with the same intensity before. Um, and I got to. I picked WeWork specifically. I, I looked at all these different options in the area, and I was impressed by a lot of them. Cross Campus was a very close contender, uh, but WeWork, I liked. We had a, a great deal. Was one part of it. We got a, negotiated a good deal, but um, the community aspect of it was huge. Right, being able mm-hmm. to have access to any of their hundreds of locations, as well as the digital um, community. There's like eighty thousand people that are at WeWorks. Uh, worldwide, and there's this great app where we all can uh, interact together.
0: So cool. I love WeWork. I think it's like such a sh- swanky sh- place. <laughs> That's such a it's weird awesome. word. But mm-hmm. it's like really, really fun. And I love like Control Collective. is just gorgeous. Cross Campus has done so many things for the community. Coloft, I mm-hmm. feel, planted the seeds to make LA what it is today um, for the tech environment. Um, it's just, yeah, I mean, there's so many great co-working spaces. Um, but yeah, I love WeWork too. And um, what inspired you to create Gatsby? Yeah, so I can tell you kind of where the idea
1: came from. It's kind of a strange, strange journey that all took place about a year ago, uh, when I wanted to start my own company uh, again. I had a number of ideas. I've started like twenty, right, over the course of my uh, That's my insane. life. And one of them took off, which was the Natural Cravings Company, the healthy vending that we right. ended up By the selling. way, I can't
0: believe that existed. Like, I can't believe like you were successful with that. When I know how much is against healthy food in the school system.
1: <laughs> well, the timing was, was perfect. Uh, we did it in you know, Michelle Obama's wake of the obesity epidemic uh, movement she was driving. So Coke and Pepsi were actually being forced out of the schools and we were right there to, to pick up the pieces. Um, That's Super so lucky cool. timing. Um, and it's still, you know, we, we sold the business, but the contracts are in place with our acquiring company. And to this day, there are kids that are still getting products that we had required, like our standard of products that were in the schools was part of the contract. And the acquiring company has to fulfill that contract. So it's, so cool. it's really awesome and to know so that.
0: so needed in our country. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
1: it is. Definitely. Um,
0: but you sold that company okay. and...
1: So here's the, the story. So I had this vending background and then I had the education from Box doing software and enterprise software. So mm-hmm. when I came uh, to LA, I thought I had this unique blend of experiences I should look to see if I can continue to increase uh, you know, the vending movement and vending technology. I think it's, it's not a very uh, you know, sexy industry, vending. And I think that's the best way to find a new company is to find an industry that's overlooked. Um, so I started off actually looking at uh, doing alcohol vending machines. Um, and about a month into researching, I was talking with bartenders and bar owners. I called up the ABC, the Alcohol and Beverage uh, department here in the United States and they laughed at me, but they gave me, you know, the pieces of things I would need to fulfill in order to be compliant with the rules and regulations. And I quickly learned that there are other businesses I could start that have way less barriers. Um, So I pivoted to something else. And um, I had happened to have a conversation with Paige Craig, uh, a great LA uh, based angel investor here prior to any of this. And I asked him for his opinions on what he looks for uh, when he looks to invest. And one of the things that he brought up was He looks for companies that find a a business model that currently only services a minority of the population, like the elite few, or in the case of what I'm about to tell you about, the richest brands in the world. So if you find something that that only a small number of companies can afford and then modify the model and make it available to a larger audience, he finds that very attractive. So when I was looking to move away from alcohol vending, I pivoted to what I found uh, is called social media vending. And social media vending still exists today. Um, A a brand uh, that uses it a lot is Old Navy. So when Old Navy launches a new storefront, they'll often put a vending machine out front. It's branded entirely with Old Navy materials, and it's stocked with slippers or flip-flops. And the side of the machine says, tweet for your feet. And what happens is, it's really cool. Um, A shopper will walk by, see this machine, and the Bluetooth connection with their phone will kind of trigger and... If the consumer, the shopper, uh, tweets about Old Navy with a certain hashtag that triggers the Bluetooth connection to, to push the machine on and they receive a free pair of slippers.
0: I've never seen this before. I don't know if I'm just totally out of the mix or what. I've just never seen this done. This is really cool.
1: I was just... great uh,
0: activation.
1: Hanging out by old navies and seeing if you can get some free slippers. <laughs>
0: this is so cool. Do you have... Um, maybe you could send us like a video of it or, or a photo or Definitely. something. Definitely. Just so cool. Anyway, our, go on.
1: Our old about page used to have a picture of it. I can send it to you. Um, but so what happened was my next month building... So this is now back in uh, November of 20... Oh, my God. 2015? Um, I went walking down the promenade, walking in and out of stores with these flyers I had made, um, offering social media vending services. And my plan was to put a vending machine at the Santa Monica place mall and, and the AMC theater nearby as well. I had some negotiations with them underway and the plan was to find brands that wanted to come through me and access my machine and restock the machine themselves with the free products. And it was almost a turnkey solution. Um, to access that marketing strategy without all the upfront costs associated with having to brand a machine and place a machine. We're talking about $100,000 a month The Old right. Navy, or I can't say Old Navy spends that, but that's what I came across in research, was the right. average cost for a brand for this process. I can get that right. cost way down. So that was the plan. And um, about a month into that, I had the contracts ready to get executed with um, with one of the malls. And I had this this memory the you know of running my healthy vending business and all of right. the linear growth that's associated with the upfront costs the vandalism the placing the machines i mean the stories i could tell you about assembling machines at schools with the kids and all these things and right. i thought i'm totally ignoring all the education i got from box by going back into the vending industry in this very you know standard way right. so i thought about pivoting the the value proposition from brick-and-mortar vending to e-commerce to alleviate a lot of that linear growth and upfront costs. And that's where Gatsby was born, was off that pivot. And what quickly came from there was the realization that there's so much data being captured in the interaction that the vision for Gatsby essentially materialized by January and February of, of past this past year to be much more about an intelligent promotion that's personalized and targeted and There's a lot we're going to do along the way to get to that point, but being able to offer you, Esprit, the right promotion that you most likely will want to use to convert on the website, whether that be a discount based upon a percentage, a dollar, um, or other creative things that we have in mind up our sleeve.
0: That's so, that's so rad. And like, we've been talking about different resources that have helped accelerate your growth like WeWork. Is there anything else that you could recommend that has really helped in supporting you grow?
1: Bird Hair, B-Y-R-D Hair. Started by a surfer. They create hair products for men um, based in the surf surf culture. Super awesome. And where are they based? They're based in, I think they live in Venice, but I think the office is just in Culver City. Sweet.
0: We'll link to them, um, you guys, so you can check out Bird Hair in the show, show notes.
1: Another one, Birksun Backpacks. This is in the tech space. Uh, so they created backpacks that have a uh, solar panel, so you can charge mm-hmm. your devices while you're out on the go.
0: Super rad! And how do you spell their their company?
1: Uh, B i r k s u n. Sweet. I'll show we'll one it more again in
0: the show notes. Yeah, please.
1: Just chill. I love these guys. They're awesome. Uh, they created the the beverage that you probably have seen at Whole Foods markets. It's the it's like the anti Red Bull. That's how I describe it. Yeah. The moment. So this is the funny story about Just Chill. Is I was in a meeting with them, and I came out, and we had just launched our self service model. So prior to uh, September, every brand that went live with our plat on our platform, we had to manually set up one on one. And then we spent like two months heads down building a portal that brands can come in and create their own promotion campaign and design their button, all the good stuff on their own. Well. We launched, we pushed that live. We didn't announce it for a week. Pushed it live. I was in a meeting with Just Chill, came out from that meeting with Just Chill with a couple cases of of free product he gave me. And in that meeting, our first 24 hours of being live with our portal, some random company had found our site, signed up and enrolled, paid for the service and built their button all in that hour that I was in that meeting with Just Chill. So I started downing Just Chill's in order to relax because I was so excited. Um, it was That's my story about Just Chill. That's
0: awesome. Where did you say they were based, Just Chill?
1: They have an office also out of WeWork now, just recently. Um, cool. In the, I think, Playa Vista area.
0: Very cool. I love those. And if you had like one ask of the community, something they could do to support Gatsby in your success, what would that ask be? I guess
1: just to give us a shot. I mean, we are, we're trying. So let me tell you a little bit more about about what we're doing. So we're focused on brands that have an e-commerce component. Some of our brands like Just Chill um, are focused more on wholesale distribution, but they do have an e-commerce play. So whether it's e-commerce is a focus for your brand or it's not, like fashion brands, you know, tend to be very e-commerce focused. Either way, it's fine. Um, But we are low price, in my opinion, for brands um, because as we move up, you know, up. Our phases of development to this future state of the intelligent promotion we have phases along the way and I want to get very much into the community of brands working together I want to build a kind of a networking component where Mm -hmm. collaborations can take place between two brands that sell to a similar audience for example um, Pentawater another great brand based here in the LA they sell premium water bottle and they sell it to uh, the 20-somethings that are active and outgoing works on backpacks also sells a product to the 20 somethings that are active the two of them are very different products but they sell to a similar audience um, right. one of gatsby's not too distant um, plans for our product is to create an automatic way for those two brands to collaborate together on our platform so the yeah, more I brands that come on board the more brands that engage with gatsby there's gonna be a network effect that we uh, we look forward to to building with with all these brands based here in la and around the country
0: Totally, collaboration is a huge core value that we have within We Are LA Tech, and so I love hearing that. So, how can people connect with you?
1: Uh, we're on all the different social channels as well, so Twitter and uh, Instagram and Facebook. It's all Think Gatsby, T H I N K, G A T S B Y, like the character. Um, in fact, while I'm on this program with you, Esper, I'd love to ask you a question. Yeah. Sure. Any guesses uh, why we call it Gatsby?
0: So what's funny about you asking that is I was about to ask you the same thing. Why, why do you call it Catspeak? <laughs> well, I'm going I'm to
1: give you a chance to, to guess. For, I, I ask this question to everybody, um, and I like to hear the answers. And so far, pretty much nobody has pinpointed the specific reason. And Whenever I say it, people go, oh, that, I get it. But let's see if uh, maybe I can put you on the spot here on your own program.
0: No, I I welcome being put on the spot, but I have a very boring answer. And and I just don't think, I think it's memorable. I mean, it's something that everybody knows, so you won't forget the name because it's associated with the book.
1: The book and DiCaprio, all that is definitely an awesome byproduct of the name. Uh, It's part of why I chose it. But the specific reason that I uh, share is on my desk back a year ago when I was building the early stages of Gatsby, I had a stack of books, and the top of that stack was The Great Gatsby, one of my favorite books of all time. And for one random reason, um, a particular moment of the book stuck out at me, and that was everybody remembers the parties that, that Jay Gatsby threw at his home, right? right? the massive, elaborate parties that the right. whole town of, of West Egg you know, showed up to. But except for a single invitation to Nick Carraway, the narrator, everybody showed up to these parties through word of mouth. So Gatsby draws a crowd through word of mouth. And that's what we do as well. Oh
0: my god. I love that. That is awesome. That's yeah. so good. That is a really good answer. Man, I would have never guessed it. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, no one guesses it, but they always say, like, oh, it makes sense. It's so good. And if you guys want to connect with more incredible people in the LA Tech ecosystem, just go to com slash VIP. That's com slash VIP. We have over 800 super awesome people that totally believe in collaboration and wanting to help one another. I think it's so funny in the programming channel how everybody's all helping each other with coding advice. We have all sorts of channels from jobs to programming to just general chat. It's, it's dope. Um, I'm really, really proud of it. And uh, it's been amazing having you on the show. Thank you for sharing Gatsby with all of us. And I want to uh, check it out further. I want those photos and videos. And I, w- I want to explore everything Gatsby further. Um, you're awesome. I will talk to you guys, here. you guys, see you guys in the next episode. Bye huge shout out and thank you to betalist betalist is amazing I've used betalist for my past startups betalist gains you early traction to your startup while it's still in beta go to betalist.com we are la tech that's betalist.com we are la tech thank you for powering the we are la tech podcast to get text alerts when new episodes come out text 3108722423.